Hello and welcome back to The Great Way. Uh, Chad, uh, good to see you, buddy. Uh, we're going to talk, we have a few things to talk about today. And uh, it's just basically the ripple effect that the uh, COVID-19 is having. And there's two parts to this. And uh, so it's good to see you, Chad. Thanks for joining me, buddy. Yeah, it's always good to join you, Luke. So today I kind of wanted to ask you a few questions and kind of go over a few things. And uh, first, you know, we have a housing industry that, uh, you know, there's two parts. Obviously, there's the housing industry as far as real estate and then the lending aspect of uh, the housing market as well. And, you know, first thing is, uh, uh, you know, having that that the housing industry, the listings are actually uh, are, are starting to decline because a lot of the sellers don't want people in their house. Um, the values are, are remaining stable is what, is what I'm seeing. But the problem I think we're having is a lot of these sellers are backing out of the market and they're, they're withdrawing their property because, uh, you know, they don't want people in their house and they don't know what's going to happen. And so it's, what's, I think it's what it's creating is a, a little bit of, the, of, a, of a seesaw, kind of like we were talking about in the market where it's a shift because uh, as we see the light of the, at the end of the tunnel of this COVID, you're going to see a lot of houses uh, had a, that have been pulled off the market or expired. That are So now you have a, a lot less inventory, but you still have the same amount of buyers. What are you kind of seeing? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, right? Because I was just talking to my a lender here the other day and... Um, it's dependent on what pool you're swimming in, right? And so uh, you talk to some people and they're like, there's still buyers in the market. And uh, I'm talking to people that are saying they're getting multiple offers. But then like here in Phoenix, we have uh, I have a buyer that was at the lower end, which was super hot at one point, right? But what's happened, uh, you're going to get into, we'll get into this a little bit with the lending and stuff. But on the lower end, uh, these programs have changed, right? And so it's created a vacuum. So I'm talking to these guys, these people that got great credit, and it's like a war out there. It's still, like you said, inventory's tight uh, here in Arizona. I know in Colorado, and people are like, oh, the market's still really good. But it's like anytime there's a shift, somebody feels it, right? And you got to put your pulse on things and you got to look at where like outside the bubble, right? Because it's the outside fringes that always like, it's like ice, right? The ice, the outside freezes first on water. Then it starts to move in the center of a lake. Well, the same thing is, is with that, you talked about that ripple effect, right? And so a lot of people like, oh, it's still great and everything. Well, where's your pulse at? And it's like, I got a client that was more on that, that entry, super entry level to where all they could afford. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing stuff that's sitting, right? Well, what bracket is that in? I mean, nothing against people make less money, but typically a lot of those people didn't have as good as credit, right? And a lot of those people, we've seen this shift a lot of these loan programs have, you know, have switched. We'll talk about that here in a minute, but they're out of the game. And I'm seeing right. the direct result because I was seeing these houses just fly off the market. And now I got a guy that I'm trying to get requalified and there's inventory, like stuff that I would have been like, dude, as soon as it hit the market, we were in the, we were in the car and we were like running to it. Right. And then we were just begging that there weren't 20 offers on it now the same houses they're all sitting they're also a prime spot for all those uh all those uh, investors as well right they were buying that all that low end so it's really interesting to see kind of kind of what what happened it's happening because like we were um we were talking a little bit about that that vacuum effect right and so even though inventory is down and um you if all those same buyers were in the market now things would really be crazy 
but it's things that, like you said, that teeter effect have kind of balanced out. So yeah, still the market's crazy in certain areas, but we definitely seen that in other areas that, well, the poor get, always get affected first, just like out in your city, if the, you got housing being built way far out that, you know, in those like, you know, fields and stuff that kind of like those areas that ain't developed yet. Those are the people you want to talk to first. If you want to get your pulse on something, that's where you go because they're the first people that are gonna feel it, right? When I was in the motorcycle industry, it was like, boy, we were like Toyland. And if the economy was gonna feel something, we felt it first. Because we were the last, like when people got expendable income, that's where they came first. So it was like, if we were the first to feel any type of disruption when it came to like exposable income, right? And so that's right. that's kind of you know that's kind of how you know I look at it and get my pulse when I'm trying to get a feel for what's really going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think you know, I think the with the low, uh, you know, amount of inventory on the market, even though we're having a lot of these uh, these buyers coming in, and there's still a lot of a lot of buyers and stuff. What's what I think is going to ultimately affect it too is is the way they're changing the lending programs. And, uh, yeah. you know, a couple, couple of those programs, like, you know, I don't know if uh, anybody's heard out there or not, but, you know, Chase is now requiring buyers, a lot of their buyers to have 20% down and also, uh, you know, raise the acceptable FICO score up to 700 on any new business. So anything that's not 20% or above uh, 700 FICO score, they're not taking the business. And I, and I can see a lot of other banks doing this too, because, it, as as money starts shifting a lot of these people doing the moratoriums and and people missing missing payments and stuff i think a lot of these banks are just making sure that they only take the 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 top of the you know food chain loans right yeah i mean they're definitely going to go into uh safe mode right i mean they're going to put the lockdown on everything and they're only going to take a plus credit people that uh they know could rock solid because uh, there's too much risk and everything else, right? And I mean, right. right now, they can't, you know, the government's doing what they can and um, they're already complaining that they don't have money in reserves and stuff, right? So, I mean, everything, it's only going to get tougher before it gets better. Right, and I don't know um, what you thought about this too, but a lot of the uh, banks, unless it's, uh, I mean, if it's a Federal Reserve uh, uh, bank, they're, they're able to do 120, uh, they're able to do appraisals after the fact that they're closing on residential and commercial up to 120 days after, um, oh, wow. as long as they're keeping the, the, the loan as a portfolio. If it's a, uh, if it's a FHA or Fannie or Freddie loan, it'll still be required to have the appraisal up front. But, but I, but I don't know how they're going to deal with that because if the market's shifting in 120 days and now they got a low value appraisal, maybe the market does take a shift for the for the worse and the values go down, and now they've sold the house for 300 or a commercial property for 300 and now 120 days it's only worth 200,000. You know that's going to have a huge effect on maybe what the banks can lend at that point too because now they know they're already in trouble because they they've lent way right. more than the properties are worth, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a lot like gambling, right? And I mean, that's what these banks are doing. And they already did that in the last crash. And it's like playing with fire right now, right? I mean, these rules are changing so fast. And then the government says it'll do one thing. 
and then it's like oh wait we forgot about that flaw like you know we got you and i both have some people that work at caliber and the way caliber works is they book their loan and then they sell it right well it's requirement that these that these people had to go make the first payment on the, on the loan well if they default they don't make that first payment caliber was getting caught with the bag and so they you know they completely cut the program like they're not in down payment assistance right now they want nothing to do with that and uh so yeah there's all these like rules that sound good on, at the beginning right like hey no appraisal well we'll put it off and then it's like well there's this little loophole that everybody forgot about it's kind of like when they uh when they, they put Obamacare through, right? And then they just stuffed all kinds of stuff in the bottom knees that nobody even knew was in there, right? They do the same thing with this stuff. These guys, they're so greedy that they stuff all this stuff in there and then people don't know what's in it. And then it's like, oh, great. And now you're trying to put together, you know, a crap sandwich <laughs> and, and, and figure things out, right? And then the lenders are held with the bag and they're like, well, we don't have money or we have recourse. Well, then guess what? Then they stop lending. Well, they stop lending. That it affects us. As, it, it affects the whole economy because they tighten the bags and then they start climbing to the, the, uh, the government. And then we, at the end of the day, it's us as taxpayers that end up paying it. But yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting because then they have this, they got this huge void, right? And then we're right. back to what? The old crash. Like, oh, we need a bailout. You know, because right. the government, you know, the one thing is, is the government always interferes with everything. And they've never ever done anything right. <laughs> it doesn't matter what they do, right? It's so it's less like um, if you're a true, uh, you know, free market person, you let the markets figure it out. But the government will never do that because no president wants the, the, everything to collapse, right? And so they're always going to inject. So yeah, it's interesting to see what'll happen because what will they do if things drop? Like, is the bank in the bag for that? Is the government going to compensate them for the negative, the negative equity? Like who knows, right? Right. I mean, right. Who's going to take the loan? I mean, that's the other thing. So, I mean, a lot, a lot of things up in the air right now. A lot of uncertainty, especially if you talk to your lenders. Right. And there's a, uh, you know, another another thing that I was that I was reading on too is the, uh, you know, the second large largest uh, mortgage company, which is United Wholesale. What they've started doing, and a lot of these other lenders are going to start doing this too, is they're requiring a re-verification the day of closing to make sure that you still have your job and you're and you're currently getting paid what you were on your application before they even close on the loan. So that could be a huge thing too, is a lot of people are out of jobs and stuff right now. So how long will this affect, this ripple effect yeah. affect our, our, our mortgage industry? Because if I have a job six months ago or 30 days ago, and I went ahead and, and filled out this application, I found my dream home. And then the day of closing, I have to re-verify a check and maybe I didn't have as many hours because things were shut down, then I don't get my loan. So that's a huge thing that's coming down the pipe too. And, and hopefully that doesn't last too long because I think it'll knock a lot of people out of the market. But you know, those are some scary things that this COVID-19 is really having a ripple on, on uh, you know, the housing market for sure, because the inventory is going to be uh, really low and a lot of buyers. And then the lending aspect that, and, and it's crazy because every single day there's a new, something new that they've approved or changed. Oh yeah. And yeah. affecting it, you know? Yeah. They, they can't plug the holes fast enough, man. And I mean, and yeah. then when they plug a hole, like you said, there's a, as soon as they plug something, something else like surfaces out from underneath. Well, we forgot about this and it's just, um, 
it's just like you said, a ripple effect, right? It just continues to go and go. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting because uh, when the banks tighten up, it's not good for anybody. Right, right, right. right. Well, hey, Chad, I really appreciate you, man, uh, taking the time today to uh, talk to us a little bit about what kind of what ripple effect you're seeing and stuff, man. And uh, and uh, thanks for everybody for tuning in. And uh, we will we will talk to you later. Yeah, take it easy, guys. We always appreciate you guys showing up. And again, you know, don't forget to uh, leave a, uh, a review for us down below. Check us out on Stitcher and iTunes and things like that. And if you ever, uh, like you said, if you're struggling and in a spot where you uh, you know, you're like, man, how can I step my game up during this time? You can always go to www.learnthegreatway.com and get our five free day class. And we got five, five days of how, you know, the same methods that you, Luke, used to sell over 300 uh, homes in one year. And that was through the last crash. We got another shift coming up. It's those same habits. You can use those, and, uh, you know, to rock your, uh, our, our, uh, you know, put your real estate uh, career forward and take things to the next level. So we appreciate you guys, and we'll see you next week.